0: I am so excited to bring this episode to you. This topic is near and dear to my heart and it's something that I'm extremely passionate about sharing with the world. Anybody that wants to listen, (laughs) hence having a podcast. You know, I don't come on here and like, hit a bunch of parenting podcast episodes a lot. Although I will tell you that we just ranked number 38 in America for all parenting podcasts. Like that is amazing. I'm just like waiting for number 25, baby. Like as soon as we get to number 25, 25, like, can you imagine? We're so close. I've been climbing the ranks since like every once in a while it would dip like above 200. I'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, and then we've been well above 50 for a while. And so we just hit number 38. So number 25 is coming very, very soon. Toot toot! I'm really excited about that. So thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for coming and listening. It makes me so excited and leave reviews. If you haven't left a review for this show yet, please go do that. Um, Please write kind reviews for those of you that don't leave kind reviews, like pop in my DMs and have a conversation with me if you don't have something kind to say, because this podcast, it's here for you and it's here for other people. And with as many amazing five-star reviews as we have, like I get that not everything's going to make you feel good inside. And there's a lot of things that people bring to me that don't make me feel good inside too. But if you have feedback for me, I would love to talk to you about it in my DMs. But truly, We love positive five-star ratings on the podcast because it helps other women find the show. And so if you haven't done that yet, just hit pause right now and you can go over to Apple iTunes and you can leave a review for this podcast. So with that being said, there's a lot of people out there that are searching for podcast episodes in the parenting realm. And yes, we focus on time management and that's pretty much what this is going to be about. But there is a huge, huge problem that I see happening in almost every home that I go into and I'm around other people's children, the children that I'm around in just like my day-to-day passing. In the smallest ways, I see so many moms overstimulating and undereducating their children and it breaks my heart. If any part of this at all speaks to you, you're going to want to listen to the rest of this episode. I'm going to give you the most incredible step-by-step questions for you to be able to really change this in your motherhood. So that without a shadow of a doubt, you know that you're not from this point forward going to be overstimulating or under your kids. And I'll tell you, I've got a lot of really good examples lined up for no matter what age your kiddos are, because this process never stops ever at all. Regardless of how young or how old your children are, you should be focused on educating instead of overstimulating. I know it's hard, but I've got answers for you. So what do you say? Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. that's me, and this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships. So in the intro, I kind of mentioned that I see this happening all around. And let me just be the first to say that I absolutely have had my own experiences from day to day, from week to week, from month to month. And I have my own seasons of overstimulating and under-educating my kids. And so what I want you guys to think about when you're listening to this is whether or not you use stimulation regularly as a crutch and as a replacement for your number one job as a mother as a parent parenting is supposed to be teaching it's shepherding right you're raising children you're teaching them you're not just babysitting you're not just trying to throw them into anything that you can to make them comfortable you're supposed to be making them confident and there's a huge difference right? And we see it. We see it with kids all over the place. They're undereducated in life skills by far and away. I can't even explain to you how just in every age group, right? Like 20-year-olds that don't even know how to call and schedule their own doctor's appointments, that don't know how to do really basic things for themselves, right? And four-year-olds that have never ever been asked to get their own dishes and utensils and set the table for themselves. Your 4-year-old should know how to do that. Your 2-year-old should know how to grab a rag and clean up a spill off the floor, right? These are these are life skills that your children need and I don't care how fancy of a school your kids go to what kind of activities you have them in and what kind of shiny life you show on the outside. If your kids don't have high functioning life skills, they're not going to succeed. It doesn't matter how much money they make. It doesn't matter what you can pay for them to be in or not be in. If your kids have emotional intelligence and have the ability to cope and have life skills, they will succeed. End of story. It's proven all over the place, right? So please do whatever you think is best for your kids' academia, for their education, whatever that looks like, right? Expose that to them. Send them to the schools that you want to send them to. Do whatever that looks like and then pour into your motherhood the way that you were called to do from every other moment outside of when they're in school. If you right now, and and here's the thing, I'm going to talk about this for just a short minute and then we're going to jump into what you can do about this, okay? But here's what we often see. Kids that cannot go out to dinner and, and sit and hold a conversation with other people or sit still at a dinner table without screens we see children that cannot prep their own food and make their own lunches. They, they truly have no ability to take care of themselves, to wash their own clothes. To do anything that is leading them from one level of understanding how to care for themselves emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially, depending on how old they are, year after year after year after year. And it's a problem because no one else is going to teach them that stuff. And if you talk to any teacher at all, they all will tell you, these children do not know how to do anything. And one of the biggest compliments that we get about our kids on a regular basis is how well behaved they are. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that I am constantly bringing my children into my life instead of overstimulating them because I don't want to do the hard work that it is. And it is very hard work. And there are days, trust me, there are days where I'm like, how many movies can we watch today? And how many snacks can I prepare for you and put on the table so that you sit there and you don't move, right? There are days. But my approach to motherhood is always, to over educate and under stimulate my children. That is my approach. And it, it surely should be a goal of yours to do the same. Your kids, if they're going to school, they get so much stimulation. And if they're older, and they're approaching teenage and adult years, they're getting as much stimulation from screens as we are in our life. And they have to be taught how to manage that. All the things that you're trying to learn by being on this in in this community and listening to this podcast are the things that your children are going to need to grow up and learn to do that you didn't grow up and learn to do, which is why you're seeking it now. And so you take that education and you take that information and you turn it right back over to them. How to meal prep, how to manage your time, how to prioritize your fundamental needs. You're showing up here because you don't know how to prioritize those things. These are things that your children need to learn so they don't end up like that too. Right with all kindness in my heart, because you guys know I'm the most like loving, kind person, but it's so important. I can't, I can't, I'm just going to give you two things here as to why it's so important to change this in the trajectory of your motherhood right now, no matter how old your children are. If, if if they're fully grown, if you have grandkids, if they're babies, it doesn't matter. I need you to be thinking about, I'm talking like babies, infants. I included my infants. I took them to the grocery store. I wore them when I went to the grocery store and I talked to them the entire time. And I still do. I include my children in the things that I'm doing because it prepares them. They're constantly learning. Okay. So here's the two things that I want to talk about before we get into what you can do about this to kind of turn your ship around. First, this is why this is so important. Your children have no idea how to handle life on their own without you. Without you, they don't know that. Okay? You're you're the go-to source and have been from the beginning. And every time you put them off with stimulation, you miss the opportunity to teach them an incredible and and super valuable life skill that they could be learning in incremental steps instead of having to do the hard work and go out and learn it just by being thrown into the fire when they're older in every phase of life as they go, right? Second part is you are always going to be 10 steps or 20 steps or 50 steps ahead of your children. You're always going to have gone down that road before them and most of the time your children are either like yourself or like your spouse or some beautiful mix of the both of you right and so you have some kind of insight and some foresight to what they might be going through you're always going to be a few steps ahead of them they were given to you to learn so teach teach them if they're older teach them if they're younger teach them Educate your children about what you're going through, about what they're going through. It doesn't matter where you're at in any phase of life with your child. They just need to learn from you. And I really challenge you to think, am I letting my children learn from me? Or am I constantly pawning them off into activities, sports, sports, dance, drama, the neighbors, the school, band, music, bells and whistles all the time to have other people pouring into my children and teaching them so that I don't have to because I think that's what's best for them. Is it really what's best for them? They just need to learn from you. It's so important. They don't need to be in all the things and I promise you they will thank you for it later. Your weekends don't need to be full of all of the activities and all of the things and we did this and we went here and oh my gosh and here's the picture. Nobody cares. Like truly nobody cares at the end of the day if everything was ripped away. You want your kids to have value, right? True value in what they've learned from you. And not just like these experiences 24-7. They don't always need something in front of their face that is keeping them occupied. You're allowed to teach your kids about boring, mundane, day-to-day things. So what do you do about it if you feel like, wow, (laughs) I am not doing that. That is us. What do you do about it? Well, I'm gonna give you some I'm gonna give you some homework, okay? I'm gonna give you a few things that you can do. And then anytime I give you homework, we'd love to see it over inside of the Facebook group. So if you're not in the Facebook group yet, you can go to Chelsea Joe uh actually it's facebook.com and you can type in Chelsea Joe uh or you can type in systemize your life into the search bar and you can find this there. And then I want you to post your homework. There will be a homework thread that you're more than welcome to post your homework in, or you could start your own if you wanted and just share a picture of what you've learned or open up a discussion about it and just continue this conversation that we're having right now on the podcast. Yes, me and you, we're having a conversation. I know it's weird. You don't get to talk back to me right now, but it's fine. I can hear you. I can feel you. And then you just go in the Facebook group and you tell me all the things and then we chat back and forth. So here's the first thing that I want you to do. I want you to list out the top three things that you did with your kids today, meaning you were both together in the same space doing something. So here's an an example of this. Did you drive them to school? Did you text back and forth? Did you play cars and trucks? Did you go to the grocery store? Did you have a meal at the table? Did you clean up a bedroom? Did you do a nighttime routine? Like what did you do together with your children? No matter what age they were, I want you to write down three things that you did together today, okay? Then underneath that, I want you to ask yourself, how many times did you include them? How many times did you include them in something that you were doing together? Or did you simply just try and have them go find something else to do? That's the question. And that's what I want you to look at. For your older kids that they probably don't want to be involved, they'd rather go do their own thing, and they're so much further removed from you, we're going to flip this. When you saw that your kids didn't want to be included did you tell them, hey, come do this thing? Did you include your kids when they were trying to go and do something else, right? So I know it feels a little bit different for older kids that are like, yeah, I don't I don't want to be around versus when the little kids are asking and you try and convince them to go do something else. Again, guys, like I've totally done it. Like, oh, hey, don't you want to go upstairs and play Barbies right now so I can actually get the kitchen clean? <laughs> Those things have come out of my mouth, right? And it's a big reason why we're doing this podcast episode, because as I have grown my business and I've gotten busier, Blaine has a lot of stuff on his plate right now, and he's not able to help as much. Like I just have a lot. And the last thing that I think to do is create more work for myself by including my children, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So that's what I want you to ask yourself. Okay. If the answer is no, you did not include your kids then you have another step. If the answer is yes, check. We're going to move on to the next one. If the answer is no to any of them, to any of the three opportunities that you had, I had you write down the three things that you did together today. If you said no to any of them, then I want you to move forward to this next question. And the question is going to be, why? (laughs) Why didn't you ask your kids to come help you set the table or cook the food? or do the laundry, or clean out the car, or go check the mail, or go for a walk, or go shopping with you, or help your neighbors with their dog, or shovel rocks for your friends, or do the thing at church, or help your grandparents, or make the phone call, right? Why didn't you have your kids help you with that? I want you to write it down. Because these are really, really indicative of what the problem is with you and your perspective and why you're constantly having your kids go be stimulated so that you don't have to do the hard work of including them. And it truly is hard work, but it's worth it. Okay. From here, I just want you to look at exactly how you can start to involve your kids and teach them. In ways that are super age appropriate, right? We're always looking at what's age appropriate. And when you have multiple kids, great. You figure out how to do it with multiple kids. Or if you're in a spot where you're like, I can't do this with multiple kids, pick one kid one day of the week. It's better than never doing it at all, right? You just start small if that's where you need to start. So here's how you do this realistically, okay? The goal here is to do the hard work to stop overstimulating your kids and start educating them, right? You want to start engaging your kids into the things that you're doing so they can learn these valuable life skills that you think you have all of their life to teach them. But I want you to stop right now and ask yourself truly, how old are your children and what have you been teaching them? How much have you actually taught them and how old are they? Intentionally, right? Like how many times in a day are you actually reaching out to involve your kids to teach them something? That is the kicker here. It always feels like we have more time than we have. I know. But if you could bring a little bit of this intentionality into what you do, it's going to be a game changer. So here's how you do it. Now that you've gone through those few questions, Here's the homework that I want you to focus on. Go through that on your own. Do all of that. If you need to open up about it in the Facebook group and kind of chat about it, feel free. But here's what I really want you to come to the Facebook group with is I want you to write out three specific home duties or any home duties that you have tomorrow. If you don't have three of them, you can start with one. But up to three that you have and you know that you're going to take care of tomorrow. Okay. And then we're going to write down three ways that you can include your kids in those activities. So we're just going to write it down on a piece of paper. Here's some examples. Say you need to make a phone call tomorrow to make a dentist appointment. Okay, great. That is just a normal home motherhood life thing that you have to do. But what you're going to do tomorrow is you're going to ask your 16 year old to actually call and make the appointment for themselves. Yeah. And then you're going to say to all the things that they talk about when they say they don't want to and they don't need to mom, why can't you just do it for me? You're going to explain them because I think it's really important that you know how to do this. What if I wasn't here tomorrow? Would you know how to do this on your own? These are valuable skills that your friends are not going to have. These are valuable skills that I think that you need to have. So just humor me. I need you to call and make the appointment tomorrow. I'll sit with you. If they have any questions that you don't know how to answer, I'll help you. And they th- this is what you're going to go through and they're going to call and they're going to make the phone call for themselves. And you're going to see them learn about 500 things that they never knew. The questions they're going to ask, the information they need to have prepared. Do they know their schedule? Do they know their insurance? Do they know how to navigate an insurance card? Do they know anything, right? Like, do they know how to do any of that? Wow, that is one teeny tiny example, a tiny example of something that you can do tomorrow. Here's another example. Are you going to cook tomorrow? You, you might be. If you're anything like me, probably going to be cooking a lot tomorrow. And so what you can do is you can have your four-year-old come over while you're chopping vegetables and you can teach them how to cut vegetables strawberries bananas You got a two-year-old you got a two-year-old in a butter knife have your two-year-old use a butter knife and come over and cut the bananas they're going to stand on a stool you're going to stand right next to them so they don't fall off and they're going to cut bananas they're going to learn how you hold a knife safely how you put your other hand on the food that you're cutting right they're going to learn how to cut. And that's it. And then you're done. You're going to do hand over hand. You're going to make sure that they're safe, and you're going to answer all their questions about all the things. And if they don't have any questions, guess what? You're going to teach them where it grows. You're going to ask them what color it is. You're going to ask them if they think it's going to taste sweet or salty. What sweet mean? Oh, sweet's kind of like candy when you eat it or a cookie or honey, right? You're going to start teaching your children through a five-minute activity more than you have taught them probably in the last week. Here's another example. When all your kids come home from school tomorrow, instead of you doing the backpack routine, they are going to do it on their own. And you're going to be right there with them. and You're going to teach them. You're going to teach them how to wash out their lunchbox my kids, my nine-year-old, washes her own lunchbox and her own water bottle and sets it out to dry. And my four-year-old takes it out and puts it on the counter. She would love to wash it. But she'd actually really just love to spray soap everywhere and water all the places and be a sopping wet mess. She doesn't get to wash her own dishes yet. She just puts them on the counter. And we're all fine with that right now. Every once in a while she gets to wash dishes, but that's not exactly what's happening with a four year old, but she does. Like we've taught sometimes, you know, what it's like to wash and all the things. But the the activity there is learning how to unpack a bag when you come in from a place and put it in its spot so you're prepared for tomorrow. Not procrastinating on it, not leaving it in the car picking up your things, right? So these are extremely valuable life skills that should be instilled in your children from word go. And so they come in and they're responsible for resetting all of their bags. That is a huge thing that you can start doing. And guess what? It's called outsourcing. You take a lot of work off of your plate when you start teaching your children how to do things on their own don't be afraid of this process. Don't be intimidated by the pushback. Be excited. Raise that mom voice. Oh my goodness. Do the thing that we all apologize for when we hear it on video. It's like the weirdest thing. Get excited. Include your kids in stuff. And you know what? If your kids are way older, talk to them about stuff. Include them in like, if you had specific struggles with something that popped up, say, you had an interaction at a store wherever you went to and your card wasn't working and it declined and then you had to call the bank and this thing happened. Talk to your 20-something-year-old children about that. Talk to your teens about that if they're already managing money on their own. It's like it doesn't matter, like I said, what phase of life you're in. Your children needs to and wants to be learning from you. So I'd love to know the things that you have lined up tomorrow and how you can involve your kids in them. So pop it over inside of the Facebook group. And as always, you know, it's been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic, and I can't wait to catch up with you next time. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, Then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other?